Hey everybody, this is Rich from the Metal Cell Podcast. I got a special episode for you tonight. It's a Siege special. I've got John from Bad Reputation and the Siege. Hi, John. Hello. Thanks for coming on board. Thank you for having me. Yes, always great to have you. And I've got Steve from Grace Slag. Cheers, Steve. Hey, guys. Good to have you on board. And my usual co-hosts, Evan and Danielle. How are we, lads? All good. All good. Mean it. You might notice that the background has changed through technical issues, but of course, that would happen on the 200th episode of the show. So cheers, lads, anyway. That looks mad. cool, though. Still happy 200. Cool. Yeah. yeah, happy 200. Yeah, we don't do a day over 100. It's, uh, it's, a nice, <laughs> it's nice the way it's coming out the weekend of the siege as well. Mm. And it's nice to spend it with people that I admire greatly. So thanks for Is joining there, me on the show. Am I, am I right in saying, Richie, that there was only like one or two weeks that you didn't put one out or something? Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, I was on holidays, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not fair. a bad excuse, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. I'm entitled to them. <laughs> so 200, is that, is that like uh, maybe three, four years now, is it? Four? Uh, 2019 it started, John, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's not including promos and stuff like that. It's officially Probably 207 or 8, you know. But, Do you uh, hate it yet? <laughs> <laughs> he, he hates all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate technology. How about that? <laughs> That's a fair enough answer. I hate technology more than anything else. Because like, if, if I have all the right tools and I'm able to work, I will work no problem. But when uh, technology is just being fucking hard to deal with uh, that that stresses me out and it kind of tends to fucking ruin interviews as well it didn't ruin that one too much was it peter humphreys with uh, god no no i think it flowed well anyway um yeah yeah danielle sure. stepped up to the mark man fair play to you for that i was just so, so fucking stressed right through that uh sure pete's a legend as well like he's so sound yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. look, you have all the right fucking tools here now, and <laughs> <laughs> four fine tools, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> but enough about the show. Um, we'll just go maybe to your respective bands, Evan and Steve. Both of you are obviously playing the siege. Are you ready for it, Steve? You go first, man. Yeah, yeah, just like can't wait. I think last siege you played it was the 2019 one, it's like still one of my I think standout gigs of like that was the first time I'd felt that like oh shit yeah kind of getting it now getting there so mm. i can't wait for this one uh we had a gig last week grand social again first time we played there so come back to siege and then belfast the week after so we got a nice run of gigs yeah nice. we've been practicing hard and we've we're fitting in one or two surprises ah class Deadly. <laughs> so, so am i presuming that it's going to be mostly a new set mostly new, set. new songs yeah yeah good one or two old songs uh, we might also fit in a cover if we get it sorted out during the week at practice. First time Lily we're going to fit in one. <laughs> Lily Allen. <laughs> you balance. We're more, more of a Lady Gaga house in Grace Bloody fucking giggy. <laughs> um, Evan, have you decided on your set list? Yeah, we know what we're doing. We're going to fucking shoot to kill anyway. It's the last of last day of like a three-day tour. Yeah. With, um, we have Below the Neck and Lure In coming over from the UK, uh, Scotland and Manchester respectively. But uh, yeah, we're we're absolutely, we're buzzing. Like, um, yeah. I think this would be the third Siege that we'd have played and within each Siege we'll have played a different stage. So it's kind of like, 
the siege is never going to get will never get boring for any band to play but it's it's nice to have like a different perspective for each time with yeah we've had 2 p.m we've had like 7 p.m and now the midnight slot so i think we're just ready to kind of like shoot to kill don't fuck around kind of thing like yeah and it's nice that you're hitting it after uh what is it dublin and belfast or is it oh no cork for is cork, cork? yeah cork um i that this is out on friday but like I, yeah the day of the gig it'll 100 percent sell out and then dublin and then the siege so i feel like it's going to be a nice won't be the last gigs we play for the year but mm. um, yeah feeling very it's it's i don't know it feels like a kind of like a, a weird milestone tour for us i feel like there's some kind of like pendulum turning a certain way um for us so it's i think finishing on the siege is quite special for us anyway yeah john how does that work in relation to getting those three bands in um well i suppose happy coincidence no no uh, conversations with evan mm. have i suppose increased uh dramatically since uh, 2019 and over over covid and you know, i suppose in uh, no small part to this podcast we kind of would chat a good deal more so he he's been talking about this package for a while coming yeah. over and i guess he has a strong kinship with the, with the bands he's bringing um so like if you get in early with me if you kind of put it on my radar early there's never really an issue if if it's feasible and he's always been very realistic about uh i feel like i'm giving him a job but like uh, i'll take it uh, yeah yeah i feel like i'm like giving giving you a review sorry um he's always been very realistic with what he's looking for for these things and i think that probably is no part uh, no small part down to the fact that he's now doing the promoting thing as well he knows the he knows the score so yeah it would be like it, it's a it's a great package to have and um as a genre of music that, that that those type of bands um together spread out throughout the day will kind of i suppose inject a bit of energy absolutely um, we, we've we have received i suppose minor criticism in the past for having lots of doom and death metal and stuff so it's it's nice that there's kind of going to be this kind of injection of high octane bleached head Evan um, uh, throughout the day at points so and I think I had hardcore band my dog started barking hardcore band at midnight will definitely wake people up as opposed to doom yeah it worked it worked really well with Baylor at the last one mm. um, oh yeah and I didn't want to rewrite the, the script so um, it worked uh it like it really does kind of reinvigorate everyone and then they're they're ready for the disco afterwards so they're yeah. <laughs> bopping yeah i suppose there'll always be stresses coming up to the gig john um but at the moment you're you're happy enough with the way things are going yeah yeah i i suppose i i i'm waiting for like things things have always go wrong new things go wrong all the time but we're doing it so long now that it's almost like muscle memory with lots of it Mm. and par- parts of it kind of f- fall into place but then you've, you've you have the usual uh, i suppose the, the, some of the cogs are rusty like we haven't had a free in one since 2019 so there is lots of nerves around that we, we you can't judge the volume when we had tickets you knew exactly how many are coming so like we, we this could be absolutely beautiful chaos okay. uh, uh, but like there is a certain amount of trepidation about how many people are going to show up um but we'll, we'll make it work we'll make it work uh, mm. everything else though 
behind the scenes is kind of moving at the, the regular pace. Um, I try not to get too stressed about it. I used to get, get really stressed and then I was like, why am I getting stressed about doing something I really love? Um, and I guess that's why I did get stressed because I wanted to, to, to come out the way it comes out. But I do think there's going to be a whole new pile of uh, new Siege fans at this. Uh, I'm getting that's really questions. good news. Yeah, I'm getting loads of questions that I haven't uh, gotten in years that I was like, oh, I thought people knew this, but it, there's been an entire generation switch so there is people definitely more. coming to this one that have never been to one so this will be their first experience that's really exciting to that's hear great. isn't it yeah, yeah it's just a sign we're all getting older as well so just so, <laughs> it's just how it's saved yeah. in a nicer way it's even yes. that thing yeah. uh, you know during the pandemic I know I've said it before in the podcast that like there was people that were too young to go to gigs and then when they had that time like over the two years we'll say like to start getting, even maybe even getting into like heavier music for the first time and then finding Irish bands and doing it. And, you know, like now they might just be like 18, 19, you know, like yeah. quite young. So like the more of them that feel comfortable going, knowing that somewhere like the Siege is not like, I've never had like any experience of kind of gatekeepy kind of bullshit with the Siege. The Siege always had that kind of, all-inclusive um, mentality towards mm. it. So it's great to hear that there is people that are asking questions that you would think are common knowledge, but it's new people coming in that are doing their, their first siege yeah. and the hope of many more, obviously. Yeah. Like That's the siege good. is beyond Kieran and I now. It's its its own thing. Uh, yeah. Like it's an entity in itself. And I know that sounds like a very hippy-dippy thing to say, but there's so many people invested in it yeah. Um, as a as a, both as in a music capacity for their band and as a day out for them and their friends to to, to meet up, that it's it it kind of it needs to keep happening. Um, and like we still have love for it, but it, it, like but behind the scenes becomes easier because you realise that there's there is so much love for it that you you're like you're not you're not you're not trying to i suppose win people over yeah you you've already won them over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you've already won them over yeah. and you're just trying to i suppose continue to celebrate what's going on and look ireland is full of begrudgers and they, they exist but uh I've, I've rarely had much begrudgement uh much small bits every now and again uh for, for the siege and that, that's that that is a that is a very rare and beautiful thing i think so yeah. Like a Daniel, photos, like. <laughs> Daniel, what were you going to say there? Uh, I was just going to say, um, there's these f- group of lads that I've been seeing actually, John, at like some of the bad rep gigs. You've been seeing them went, all together, have you, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, I was saying yeah. that. I was like, there's Dino. Or- <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, uh, they're like always at the all front. Right. They're always having a great time. And I went up and started chatting to them, thinking they were my age. And the way they were kind of when I was chatting about some stuff and they weren't recognizing what I was saying about certain things. I was like, oh, what age are you? And they were like, over 19. And I, I was like, oh, oh, God, I thought you were like 29. But it's great to see like the enthusiasm of these Absolutely. lads. And yeah, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, they're 19. It's probably their first full siege that they're getting to go to. I, I think I know the crowd. They're the crowd that were all covered in face paint at the last siege. They did the whole black metal face paint. There was a group oh, of girls. I saw them actually. Yeah, yeah. There's a group of girls that did full black metal face paint, and that was their first siege. And they've actually been coming to loads of gigs since then, which has been fabulous. Uh, but yeah, there's loads of really. 
that 18, 19 year old and thankfully we're we're family friendly again. So there'll be like 16, 17 year olds seeing some heavy metal bands for the first time in the afternoon, which is great. Uh, that's why I never, any band that's like, oh, will there be a crowd at like two, three? I'm like, it's probably right. the best crowd at two, three. Because you get really. all those really enthusiastic young people like, oh my God, yeah. this is my yeah. first time seeing something at this level of intensity. Of course, yeah, yeah. We often talk about it as well. The accommodation for a lot of oh, people—that's yeah. going to be a struggle. I, it's I got suppose. bad. It's, it's got very. It's it's the worst it's ever. I know it's an Irish problem, but it's it's appalling in Limerick at the moment. Um, like I wish we had a better transport network. I do think it will affect some people coming. I do think there'll be a lot more sober drivers uh, yeah. coming to this. But uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of reaching a breaking point in Ireland. Like I'm sure you've all tried to go to shows in Dublin, and it's nearly impossible to stay overnight. Yeah, if you unless you want to spend extortionate amounts of money on a shitty hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's tough in Limerick. Uh, thankfully, we're not clashing with any rugby matches this weekend on the Sunday. That was but, the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we clashed with a rugby match. Uh, the, we're, we really need a hostel in the city. We yes. really need Absolutely. a late night uh, bus network out of the city. Cork needs it too. Galway needs it too. Um, there is a, like a late night bus to Dublin. And if anyone is unaware of that, I know a lot of Dublin people don't know anything about the rest of the country. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there is a late night bus back to Dublin that runs nearly every two hours right through the night. So that that, that does exist. Uh, yeah. But to other, to other cities going to Cork at one stage, or maybe that was a train or something. There used to be one, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 brought it back for the siege, it'd be great. Are you travelling up and down, Steve? Uh, we're staying over. Are you? Okay, yeah. cool. Booked That's it okay. once I found out it was playing, so I'm booking it now because I know the prices are going to go yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, you went up. And plus, the, the, the hotels are aware it's on now, so they, they do that whole competitive pricing thing, which is abhorrent uh, yes but uh, yeah it is mad though if you think about it how much if we say like from we'll say going back to Baker's like with the siege where it's gotten to a level now that the hotels in Limerick are like okay well there's going to be a load of fucking goths showing up uh, <laughs> twice a year it's like we now now we got to make them come here and we got to fill our place with smelly gots rather than like not know what's going on at all it just it kind of shows how much the siege is actually growing in Limerick and how I'd be confident in saying like how much of a staple part it is for culture in general in Limerick like if not yeah, for alternative yeah, culture yeah. I don't think it's just for metal but it's for alternative culture yeah alternative yeah. culture yeah yeah how much um, interaction would you have with maybe I, I'll just say a local council um, would they be aware of it, say, for example, John? Yeah, they, they, they're they're good at putting it up on the Limerick.e and everything like that. And they do ask me questions. Um, like I, I would have good interaction with them through through my day job and stuff. Uh, but I, it does come up. Often it's retrospective. They'll ask me about stuff that's happened. Okay. Um, uh, there's that forward planning thing. Now, I, I, I'm not naive to the fact that I think often they're bringing it up in a kind of Oh, you you're you heavy you like heavy metal in a kind of a jokey way, but yeah. I always kind of treat the, the question seriously enough and kind of try and answer it. And any kind of even if the question is ludicrously thick for somebody that's in into the music uh, yeah. to be answering, I will answer it with like uh, coherently. Um, 
I, I do. I had a brilliant interaction with somebody there recently where they know I put on loads of gigs and they know I go to loads of gigs and they were like, oh, I take it you're going to Garrett Brooks. And I was like, oh, no. I said, uh, and I was trying to be nice to them. I went, oh, no, I, I won't be going to that. No. And they genuinely went to me. You're going to miss the greatest show <laughs> that Ireland has ever had. I thought you were a music fan. And I went, oh, I don't know about that. And I thought they were joking, but they were very serious. They were they were deadpan serious that I was missing the greatest show. They were genuinely annoyed that I wasn't going to it. That's so I missed the greatest show of all time. We all did. We all did. Well, he was great. Oh, no, I didn't go. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. cancelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The new album's taking a different direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, does it sometimes frustrate you, John, when you look at Limerick in, in general and what the siege does for the whole weekend? Um, it's a fucking big, I suppose, turnover of, of people coming mm. in there to the city. They spend money. Dolan's get a lot of it, obviously, but there, there's other places that benefit as well. So, like, it would be nice maybe if you did get a few articles on on the paper or interviews. Yeah, no, we, we've, we've got into local press. Um, we've never, we've got into national press moderately, uh, but I do think we are uh, under-recognised. And I, I don't, like, I know we're using the siege as a focal point here, and it, I suppose it is a focal point for the Irish metal scene. Yeah. And it, it's testament, I suppose, to the work you're doing yourself, Richie, with this podcast. There, there is There is a certain amount where people... Uh, just, just see it as a little, still see it as childish, even in the way they they phrase questions or they phrase things about it, but they don't realise how much of the, how I suppose uh, healthy the community is. I'm not going to say everyone's together. I don't think everyone's together. I think that's that, that, that's but, not the case. In um, I, but I do think there is a lot of fans in Ireland of of this type of music. And if you only have to look at how many travel on mass to festivals in Europe every summer yes. from Ireland and how many Ireland flags you see at these festivals. Mm. Um, we're not one big happy brotherhood, but it does exist. And I, I think that then the, the the great unwashed, the unconverted don't really appreciate us as a, I suppose, a group of uh, free thinking potentially educated don't have to be educated but people human beings they think they seem to think that we are waiting to evolve to the latest Garrett Brooks album or well, has he had a latest album I don't that our musical taste is devolved compared yes. to theirs yeah um, and that 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 is I don't know how you get beyond that because I've had that conversation with like you know doctors engineers friends of mine we've all had that conversation at a wedding about the music you're into yeah. uh, with somebody and there, there is that slight like ah would you look at him he likes the heavy metal he likes that yeah. so I, I, I don't know I think Ireland is the slowest country to get beyond that I don't think England has that problem I don't know what it is about Ireland it might be just the Catholic guilt the hangover from the church that it could be a size thing as well I, I always find, like will say even in example like with the UK where bands can tour more and do it more often so people are seeing bands come through more mm. that it's like it will spread to a, enough of a thing that like when, you, when you're in Ireland it's like oh I know a guy that's really into metal but like you know it, he could just love Tin Lizzy, but you're talking yeah. to him. That's the closest kind of, you know, the five points of separation yeah. kind of thing. That's the closest that he's after getting. Yeah. Whereas, like, do, do we need do we need them though? That's like that's what I'm going to get no. to. Like, as in, do we like the, the like? 
do we need to be acknowledged by these mainstream media platforms? I don't think so. Um, uh, I used to kind of want that. Uh, and like on a crankier day, I'd I think we all did at some stage, you're right. Well, I think yeah, it, yeah. Um, like the tokenistic call, like to go on the radio and stuff like this, is fine. But you're you're literally always starting from, I suppose, yeah. below zero with these people. Yeah. You're starting yeah. from negative, trying to build them up to the fact, okay, right, like I'm a competent human being. I am going around killing people with an axe. Um, yeah. uh, and why is why is the music so angry? I was like, well, it's not all angry. It's just the delivery might be considered angry. Mm. And it's like, why are they always singing about like you know evil stuff? And I said, ah, they don't all like. like you know, it's not all about evil stuff, you know, as in like, it's as complex as you like. And in fact, uh, most of the pop industry just sells, you know, sex and uh, buying cars and stuff, you know, yeah, like absolutely. there's at least there's a bit more depth of field in this genre of music. Mm. But like, having said that, like, I think we'll have a huge crowd. Def Leppard and Motley Crue are going to come next summer. I know that they're very much on the mainstream side, but that will sell. Iron Maiden nearly sold out, all these things. What I do worry about is the bands coming through, the the, the next generations of bands. I know that band, Avenged Sevenfold, were, were kind of, uh, you know, tipped to be that next one, but they seem to be gone. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's change. happening there. Um, so I worry, like, will will it continue or... Um, on the on the on the big stadium level, or will it actually go back to? Uh, I, I, I suppose Richie, and I'm not comment on your age here, but you'd you, you'd remember apparently there was a there was a point in the '90s where it did go completely underground, essentially as a genre, yeah. and like club club shows were smaller, everything like that, and then it exploded again towards us when new metal came around. I guess, mm. um, yeah. I'm going off on a huge tangent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I suppose one thing what you, you said there about we're not all together that like it just I know this is a bit of a tangent too. But like the bands like that that can sell out like Metallica can sell out Slain or you know Motley Crue come Iron Maiden you know who buys their tickets but you know there's a, there's enough metalheads in Ireland you know surely like you know you shouldn't ever be playing to just other bands when you play local gigs and I think that's the problem. Yeah. as well where it just and I don't know if that's a whole kind of it comes in waves where it gets big and down and whatever I, I, actually I don't think this is talked about Steve there's way too big of a tribute culture in Ireland and I'm guilty of putting on tributes that is uh, so uh, fucking <laughs> horrendously true like there's mo- there is so Dolan's and Limerick and uh, Record Room and Pharmacy yeah, they're three venues that do original music now the latter two have only come on stream in the last five years Red- Record Room in the last two three and all, but there's loads of other venues in Limerick, but they all do tributes and covers, tributes and covers. And when I do a tribute gig, I'm guaranteed that it's going to yeah. sell well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but and that's it. You, you oh, I love because I love going off on anecdotes. Uh, we had therapy in town there uh, last two 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 weeks ago, and I was in the smoking area about six p.m. Just, just standing around. There's always that kind of hour where you don't have, know what to do. You're kind of just kind of like oh, I've everything done. Um, and this guy was kind of make. I could see him looking at me, and he looked he looked a little bit alternative. And he, he was, I see, he was waiting to ask me a question. So I went, Are you all right? And he went, What's on here tonight? And I went, Oh, therapy are on therapy. He's like, Who are they now? And he said, Oh, I, I just went there like a hard rock band from, from the north. They're really big. Um, it's actually sold out, so you won't be able to get it. He says, Oh, I won't be going to that anyway. All I want to go to is tribute shows. I came in all the way from, I'm not going to say where he's from in yeah. case that identifies him, all the way from blank to see if there was an old, you know, ACDC band on or if it was Guns N' Roses or something. But I find that were anywhere in Limerick. And I was like, no, but like, 
that's on every second night of the week somewhere in Ireland, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, anybody wasn't interested in it. And there is, there, we have to acknowledge that there is a Garrett Brook fan version like of that. They are the Garrett Brook fans of metal. Like, you know, they just want to hear the hits. They don't care. And that's what, mm-hmm. I, what I'm getting at with Steve there is like, if you're trying to tell them that a band is like a sludge band, they're like, do they sound like Metallica? <laughs> no, they don't. No, well, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think most venues as Cypress Hill would be another Cypress Hill. Cypress Avenue. Insane in the member. Yeah, Cypress Avenue again embrace the whole tribute act. They make their money from that. They sell yeah. out the whole time. Um, for God as an astronaut the other night, everybody was hurried out of the venue. Uh, there was a Brazilian Sam Benoit on. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm. So it's, it's yeah, interesting. Like, and we're going down a negative path here, but I do think we're in. <laughs> I do think we're in a like in a kind of a rude state of health as a country. I think Limerick needs more bands. I think Danielle would agree with me there. Where you kind of seem to have less bands than, even though we've got more gigs, we seem to have less bands. <laughs> and uh, a lot of the bands are getting yeah. uh, getting older. Not saying that they're retiring, but uh, they're just uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, John, do you find that there's, we were talking about young fans coming up, but do you find young bands coming up or do you find it's slowing down? There's one, there's one or two uh, doing the rounds. One of them, I'm not going to name, has gone, they're, they're gone away from metal and they keep telling me that, uh, so they're not doing metal. But then I was only looking there, War of Attrition, who were very new in this in the Limerick sense, were yeah. kind of like, I suppose, Limerick are like, like the Ents and Lord of the Rings, you have to be around for like a few hundred years before you're not considered a new band. Um, like Third Island only got considered not being a new band last week, <laughs> and they're around nearly a decade. Um, but War of Attrition, uh, are, they've done more gigs than every other Limerick band this year wow. uh, combined. I actually looked at it, I, went, I just went to add them all up as like, they've done more gigs. And if anyone's cracking out the calculator, go back and look. They've played Dublin maybe uh, once every two months. They've played they've played Belfast. They've, they seem to have played everywhere. So they're, they're putting in the graft. And I think that is, that is a way of, you know, refining the band because they, they would have said themselves their first kind of gig for us. They were very loose and ready, rough and ready, but they're 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 now like a, I suppose a a confident metal band from Limerick. So yeah. that's a good thing, and I wish more bands would do that. We we don't have a practice space like Cork does. I don't know if that place is still there. Yeah, it is. We, yeah, we yeah. really struggle with um, practice spaces. So you unless you know an uncle or an aunt that has a, a an industrial estate or your neighbours, you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll struggle to find practice spaces in Limerick. Sure, yeah. tombs used to practice in a shipping container. That's right, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was, the, Alex was telling me that, like, over the summer, if you're trying to practice in a <laughs> shipping container, like, it gets fucking hot. Awesome. <laughs> so they have this big, massive shipping container open, and then over the winter, like, it's absolutely freezing. So whatever weather it is, it's 100 times that weather inside the shipping container. They're a band that have come on leaps and bounds. Huge, yeah. Yeah, great to see as well. Not as people, like, but, you know, (laughs) as as musicality-wise, yeah, definitely. Is the beef still (laughs) still ongoing, Steve, yeah? Uh, You know, it's time when you got to just bury the hatchet when you realise, like, it's swinging down too much. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Oh, he's not going to be there on Sunday. Oh, you're getting off on one on Sunday. (laughs) 
Alex is not going to be there in Sunday. So. Ah, yeah. I'm so sure he point? must be abroad. He better He's be abroad. abroad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why you're there, isn't it? So you don't have to actually fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great sag or tombs. He heard and he realised I've got to get out of Limerick. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> and Danielle, have you made a list of bands that you want to see? I looked at the timetable because I'm going to actually make an Excel spreadsheet and I'm going to try and set alarms oh, as well because it's just been too, too often where I've been standing in the smoking area just having the chats with everyone because it's like you just know everyone like and mm. you're like shit miss that band but yeah no I'm there's a list of bands sure I want to see like looking at it there um Travis Greystag and Charborn are playing before you yeah. um I actually I was looking at it and I was like I want to see them I want to see them Hashmaker um, I want to see Pure Sonic Outcasts. Yeah. I'm actually probably just going to sit here and list every. every <laughs> no, that's fine. That's <laughs> perfectly <laughs> fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Memoriam again. I read. Oh, I, yeah. They were so good the last time they played. Them and Slug was just. That was a fucking intense. great gig. Yeah. Oh, fraught! I haven't seen them before. Yeah. Um, mad to see them. Uh, gather, gather the lost, gather lost. Yeah. Um, they're pretty cool. There's a lot of new bands that we haven't had before on yes. this one, which is good. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and a sore band that I've I've heard so much about. Who's that, Ed? I told us so. Oh yeah. Um, okay, I don't know much about I them. I know the lads. The lads in God Alone know them. I know uh Kieran from We Come in Pieces did like guest vocals on their album. Uh where they're from the UK, aren't they? They are. They've played here it's been a few years, but they played here before. They've big links with We Come in Pieces, so Yeah, yeah, I know they've played stuff with uh what kind of style did they fall into? Along the lines of We Come In Pieces, I suppose yeah, it would be yeah. more Matt Rock, Matt Punk kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. anything that I have heard of them sounds absolutely great. And like anyone that uh, kind of knows them is someone that I would respect their band and think that their band is good and they've done a lot of stuff. So it's kind of like, yeah. I feel like it would be amazing just out of like association kind of thing. Like I feel like they'll they're they're definitely at a certain level that I know I'm going to like. I think I think the lineup this year, even if you look at the way it's running, there's the genre-wise, no band seems to be after a band that's the same genre to a certain yeah, extent. Yeah. Like there's maybe one or two, but the main stage is very uh, schizophrenic uh, <laughs> in, in, its, in its in its kind of palette. Which is which is intentional, you know. I'm yeah. delighted, I mean, you John. To, you got uh, Damon back again yeah yeah Ireland. Nathaniel's a legend he's a yeah, legend yeah. lovely guy yeah I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it's very diverse for this one um, I, like cause, because I've been at every siege you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, some, some sieges I'd be going into it I'm, I don't know if it ever happens to you but every now and again I my, my ear would get a little bit tired to metal and I'd have to switch to like mm. I listen to a lot of post-punk and a lot of dark wave stuff as well and the last siege I was in that kind of zone, but I'm very much in a metal listening zone at the moment. Not that I get to see many bands at the siege, which is the greatest curse of all time. Um, but what I do get to see, I'm glad I'll be able to see lots of different things. And I think there are people are more open to trying new music at, at the siege. Like they might be going for four bands, but they'll go, look, I'm going to go see this band. Mm. I've been telling everyone to give uh, that crowd a uh, knifed out of existence ago. Uh, that yeah, could be fairly actually, hilarious. Yeah. I <laughs> brilliant. Like, I, I think they're brilliant, but I just think that a lot of people will be like, what's going on here? There's no guitars. <laughs> yeah, I checked them up on Instagram and it's like, it's just like a DJ thing. Yeah. Well, DJ, like fucking, I'm sure I'll get killed for that, but like someone has 
decks or pedals and stuff and like I just like I saw like one or two videos and stuff and I just imagined it being like do you know that thing uh, do you know the guy that has the mic and he's just like rubbing it off everything and just <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like I'm hoping it's like that but we'll find out anyway it's pure John Quill fodder that's what it is oh, you know, that's oh, there you that's go that's shout out the there, only yeah. messing fodder like yeah he, he <laughs> once describes the music he likes as he likes music that's just barely held together it's kind of falling apart at the seams and <laughs> um, you can just barely it's barely just there you know that's what he likes so the, the Metal Cell did a map of what they're going to be going to see okay. right so and no offence to anybody if I leave bands out but I tried my best and it's going to be hectic, but I'm going to start off the day with Unmaker. Uh, 20 past one. Yeah. Uh, Gathered the last day. Hurricane, <clears throat> War yeah. of Attrition at four. Trench Knife. I'm going to get 20 minutes of War of Attrition, then into Trench Knife. Uh, Wild Heat is a band I want to see. Yeah. Is that one of... Yes, up uh, the north. James's band. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he's James has championed them a good bit. Uh, Sharborn at six. Then yeah. straight across the strangle were at 20 past six. Uh, Grey Stag at seven. Damham at 20 past seven. They're starting, but it depends how good the Stag are. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Senzar, I can't wait to see. That is a fucking uh, amazing really album. Mm. An amazing album. And 100 year old man, John. Oh, it, that's going to yeah, be so emotional. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you got them in. And fittingly enough, Partilan are great pals with them so that's that's a nice nice one there they, they, both bands will be supporting each other for that uh, so Memoriam before Partland Below the Neck I Ain't Going Missing and then probably 10 minutes of Warnow because I'm sick of them and then Pure Sonic <laughs> enough, yeah. that's probably all I get as well like. <laughs> the last time I saw Worn Out I bruised my ribs and I was in bits for like three weeks so yeah, did you I like haven't it? gone pitting since I was like 21 and I just went do you know what I feel like I'm 21 right now I'm going to go pitting I love be it. correct in saying that you got hit in the dick during our oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What? You, you hit me in the dick as well oh though, I did yeah during our set I, when yeah. I Crowd surfing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I picked him up at the end to bring him crowd surfing right at the end. I asked him, what he done? And uh, then he kicked me in the dick by accident. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, he kicked me in the dick. I was like, that's not how that conversation went. I wish it went like that. But John was like, I, no, no. What you said to me was, there's someone here that needs to talk to you. And I was like, a ball of sweat trying to take stuff down. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I literally got lifted up by the tallest man in Ireland. <laughs> like carried away so much that like you I don't know where you were bringing me but it was like the whole way back uh, grab, what like, band was uh, on can you remember worn out we're just finished we, it was oh, finished okay. like, it was Templemore so, Metal Fest yeah and I had to like grab onto the wood just to like I climbed myself back through like the wood uh, on the roof and I accidentally kicked John in the nuts Jesus Accident. Templemore Metal Fest is in one of the most unsafe beer gardens I've ever seen. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's worth going just for how unsafe you'll feel uh, if it, it gets lively. You're is like, it a concrete oh, ground? Great. <laughs> yeah, concrete ground, but like the whole. They don't move the picnic benches. There's picnic benches the whole way yeah, up the yeah. stage. Ah, you'll it's, always it's, get it's uniquely it. Tipperary. Very <laughs> <laughs> uniquely tip. <laughs> That's brilliant. I want to talk as well, John. I want to bring you back a few years. Has there been any bands that have achieved notoriety on the siege whilst they've been playing? 
as in did anyone piss themselves or shit themselves or literally get turfed out or pissed off so much oh is there I'd say people going over set times will be the easiest thing to start this um, We're all good now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all good now. Uh, Liam from uh, uh, Suits here in one of his previous bands. Yes, there it is. Cortex. Cortex, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you tell uh, that story, an please? International incident, but we're, we're, we're all good now. At the time, it didn't go that way. It was like really tense. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was just. But there, there's been other stuff. Um, like, oh, wait, 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 no, wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. He, he went climbing. He went climbing, no. uh, he went climbing along the the front of the just so the balcony in Dolan's. You all know it, and there yeah. is a shelf for wiring. It's just for wiring that yeah. goes around the front of it. And this is pre them doing the renovations to do. So that was very much a shelf for wiring, and. Uh, so he was climbing on that and walking along and he was starting to go. It was like starting and he wasn't conscious of it going. And <laughs> he would have also, he would have probably electrocuted the people below him and himself and knocked <laughs> off the entire power for the venue uh, at the siege. So it could have been a huge incident. But when, so what I learned from that is you kind of just have to tell people before they go on, look, just not there where the electricity is, please. I understand how... <laughs> Very you know, diplomatic. I understand how cool everyone's trying to be and how into, you know, how into the performance guy, you can be. super kooky. But you're not going to beat electricity. Like, electricity <laughs> yeah. is going to beat you. Um, you know, you can't be like, oh, I feel like God right now performing. Yeah, grand. I think there 3, was... 3,000 volts will start you out there. I think there was 11 uh, members in that band. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was you can see why it didn't last very long imagine trying to organise a gig with 11 members um, you forget who was in the band like you show up in the day and be like we're supposed to be one more and like, I forgot the drummers yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 shout out to Eno Callahan from Horse and old what's it called old blue, old blue eyes yeah good old mini yeah. fucking legend yeah he taught me that story man and uh, yeah that one that one was good uh, what else is oh what's his name Oh, oh, sorry, Barry, Barry, uh, Barry Skellig, Barry, Barry he's Ireland. now in Parthalon. Yeah. Uh, we're going right back to the Baker's days for this one. But uh, Barry, when he was got, well, I suppose, very much in the nickname Bag of Cans, Barry, um, he's very, he's very, he's very calm now, is he? Very zen. Um, I know him and his, his wife uh, lead a very, uh, a uh, healthy kind of vegan lifestyle and they're, uh, you know, he's very level-headed, but he wasn't level-headed. <laughs> and uh, uh, he was getting interviewed for, um, uh, used to, there used to be this uh, called Flip It TV. I think it's taken down now, but it used to be called Flip It TV. It was a YouTube t- channel. Yeah, um, really. And he was incredibly obnoxious on it, but he was like, ridiculously drunk but then he used to get naked all the time while performing like all the time and uh yeah this 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 particular time was less artistic is the way i'd put it than than previous times so it wasn't like fleeing woodstock put it that way we once had to pause a siege for a funeral that was happening when we were in Baker's because we were doing the siege and there was a funeral happening across the road and we literally had to stop. This is our early, early days. And someone, like when they were going past, like... Oh, they were coming out of the church. So we'd been playing for the entire 
funeral ceremony uh they just heard and you can hear the reverb in that like do you remember who it was that was playing because that should go on the oh my god that's a long time ago you're talking like way back at the start that's like siege one two or three actually three i think um would it have been i think it might have been raised raised from the ground or raised to the ground i don't know if you're ironic you're raised from the ground. Raised from that the was ground. A, that was. Oh my god! Room. I only got that. <laughs> there. That's, that's fucking. That's stage shows. That's like y'all. Y'all fell for that. That's yeah, that was stage I, show right there. Yeah. No, I didn't actually. Actually, didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> um, and then when we when we moved to, so we moved to, for that one out in UL that everyone is very nostalgic about and. I went to Baker's to put up a little, just because I was like, I thought everyone knew. I went to Baker's to put up a note saying we were moved there. And there was a lad outside in the steps with a flag and a cider going, oh, it's going out of here. Why isn't it open? <laughs> and I was like, it's, like, I was like well, we're out, the old route in UL. And um, uh, did I give him a lift? I think I might have given him a lift. Oh, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But that, that, that was that one. Yeah. And that was the same siege where I, uh, all there was was a burger van and then ran out of burgers very quickly. So it was just chips. That's all you could have all day. Uh, so it would be like, you know, vegan friendly siege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there's been loads of people thrown out. I'm not going to name it, but there's a guy that I was talking to. So like we've had, we've had more gigs. I'm always on here talking about the siege, but as bad rep, we've had more gigs this year than I've ever had. <laughs> I was in like too many gigs. Mm. And there was a guy who's been at nearly all of them and I went, I'm pretty sure you've been at most sieges too and he actually said, well, I've only missed four. But his record was, so he'd been at something like, what was it, 19 sieges? Wow. And, uh, no, yeah, 19, yeah, my maths is right. Uh, 19 sieges. He'd got thrown out of 11 of them. What? Like, that has to be a record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he said, "Oh, I, I agree. I should have been thrown out." He's re- like, he gets, he got, he gets mad. But now it's got to the level where the bouncers know him so much that they know he doesn't cause too much hassle, so they just leave him off. <laughs> they leave him He's earned it. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that metal stairs, the stairs that goes from downstairs. Sorry, that's that's anyone who's listening here now. If they want to pass the sober test, the sober test, the bouncers always watch it is if you can make it from the upstairs to the downstairs on the metal stairs without acting acting like an absolute idiot. And I swear, lads, watch, just watch, because I'm in the merch area. If you just watch people at a certain time in the evening <laughs> trying to command those stairs, uh, even like the, the bravest souls, like fail miserably on it. Turning back to talk to people upstairs and just yeah, go. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Steve, what are Man. your best memories of the siege? Um, Playing it. That was great. <laughs> it, yeah, that helps. <laughs> Easy cop out there, Steve. No, yeah. <laughs> I was just, it, it's, it's what, like Danielle was saying, I can't even remember what bands I see because you just stand in the hallway talking to someone for like 30 minutes or an hour. You, Everyone, like what we've been, we started 2018, we went to season 2019 and just seeing everyone there at one point, I think that's the, you really get that sense of community, I think, yeah. about it. That's just a real, real cool. And, going to the chicken hut afterwards as well <laughs> that is a brilliant spot and i can't wait to go back to that daniel any particular sieges um just kind of particular memories here and there like they're a bit uh, blurry i'd imagine my, yeah yeah like <laughs> like from my first siege i remember like i wouldn't have known any irish bands or anything like that and i remember seeing sharborne for the first time mm and being blown away like i never text my dad because he's like not a technical guy at all and i text my dad being like i've just seen my new favorite drum. <laughs> um, 
And I was, I just, I couldn't believe like the standard that was there. And I remember I bought a Five Will Die CD. Um, I think that was the best. But um, I think like, yeah, the sense of community and everything and having the crack is always great. Um, particular kind of bands I remember seeing, like I remember seeing Crows, I think, for the first time at the Siege. Right. And was absolutely blown away with them. Um, but yeah, it's always just, there's just everybody's on like another level of like excited and happy and everybody's got all these like buzzing emotions I find at the siege, which is always really, really nice. Um, and seeing people you haven't seen in a long yes. time and finding new bands as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to, there's a good few bands I haven't seen that I'm looking forward to seeing now this weekend. So it's going to be class. So Evan, you've worked there, you've played there and you've gone there as a fan. So you've more or less got a 360 degree view of it, dude. So, any particular memories? Answer this way. <laughs> um, I think the first Siege that Worn Out played was uh, special for me just because I think we were playing upstairs at like 2 p.m. and I was going through a fairly like shitty time at the time. Uh, and I remember like that that gig was like very cathartic I guess like kind of it was like a catalyst for my brain switching to a positive um, mental state I guess like it really was that kind of um, I don't know yeah it, it really just kind of put me in such a, a better place that like straight after that I was like whatever shit I was dealing with um, kind of didn't matter to me anymore because it was such an early time to be playing that I was kind of being like, does anyone care about us? Does anyone give a shit about anything that we do? Um, and it just kind of showed me that like, if you put enough time and effort into this, you'll get rewards. And uh, apart from that, the act, the last siege that like uh, working, that was so much fucking fun. <laughs> That was so much fun. Even the after party and everything was just... Yeah, you were on a great form. Yeah, I was. But we we have to speak about good conjurer at that stage. Oh, oh my God. So, oh, do it to I, me. I went in and had... A, that was Oh, insane. my God. Like, they were they're un- good. And it was um, before the album came out as well. Like, so yeah. They one song from the new album. They might have played one. Yeah. That, like, if I'm remembering correctly anyway, but that was, like... That was insane. I saw him in Brutal Assault and to compare both performances at the Siege one was just different level. Oh, it's just everything kind of aligned on that. I mm. don't know what they were just in the they were in the zone for it as well. Yeah. And yeah. They, with the last time they played with Ahab, I think they felt a tiny bit rushed, but that's because the headliner was Ahab. So mm. just to give them that bit more space with this one was, was I don't know, just they really knocked it out of the park. There was a good was camaraderie like camaraderie with them as well, um, with the fact that Baylor and all them were there. You know, they had a lot of lads there that were rooting for them, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was devastated I couldn't go. I yeah. was like so upset. But I seen them at Damnation last year and it's probably one of the top three performances I've ever seen. They're just... Like seeing them indoors, because I've seen them at Bloodstock as well, but seeing them indoors is just yeah. a completely different ball game mm. altogether. What they can do, just there's just this I don't know, don't even know how to describe the energy that they bring. Um, yeah, they're definitely an indoor band. I don't think, yeah. unless it's nighttime, but I think they're even at that, they're an indoor band. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's 
Richie, for, on from your regret, that's my biggest regret of 2019 is I missed Conjure because made a deal with the missus that she'll come down and see us at Siege, but she wanted to go to this nice restaurant. She said it was like, was it four or five in Conjure's playing? It's like, I heard it's not that nice stuff, but I missed them. <laughs> <laughs> like I've just so many great memories myself, but I mean, that scene was hilarious. Um, you would have had to be in there to appreciate it was... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Remember staggering between the Casbah and heading to the main stage and meeting Evan and oh, fuck, I knew he was gonna have something to do with and me. Aaron with a fucking whole jar of communion. Oh yeah. yeah. That just <laughs> I ate like was insane. You were giving it to everybody, like it was just Yeah, I was giving out communion and to be honest, I ate like they came up more like we've as a horrenda as a band have had this like jar of communion that they bought and like I was sitting I was doing the gear room with Brian and he gave me them he was like oh hand them out and I was like yeah yeah and he came back and said like, how much did you hand out because it was fuck all left I was like I ate them all <laughs> I just used giving it to other people as a mask it was like little bits of crackers because I didn't start drinking till near the very end until the actual um room was finished so I was just starving like <laughs> I, that, like. I, just, I just kept eating communion wafers at the siege to keep me going like. <laughs> oh my I knew god as well as when you're second you started I was like fuck it's something something that I did <laughs> yeah but yeah communion wafers are good mm. but I <laughs> I just remember the, the, the first siege and you know not knowing hardly anybody now. Yeah, just just going down there with my mate Timmy and Brian Hare, shout out to them. And, you know, getting in touch with John, trying to explain the mission of the podcast and, you know, going, is it okay if we just hand out flyers and stuff? And the next next time it was on, just bringing Mick Carey across to the hotel to interview him with, with, with a yeah. bat full of cans and we're cracking open the cans and we're having a chat and... You know, just spiriting people from other bands back and forth. And then, you know, just starting to slowly get to know everybody. And uh, it's been an amazing trip, John, you know. And, you know, thanks for, thanks for everything from all of us. Jeez, it sounds like you're sending me off to sea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, no, cheers, Richie. I appreciate it very much. I, I really do. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah. Who am I looking forward to seeing? Oh, I'm let's, looking let's, forward. To let's. You're not going to see Are you actually anyway? going to make like... an attempt to see? No, I'm going to. I, I was better at the last siege than I was at previous sieges, and it's not like for want of trying. Like I actually walked towards the door. Who did I want to go see last time? I forget who it was. And I kept talking. And I said, oh, I'm going to go see. And I kept walking towards the door and the door would open and I'd hear a bit of them. And then somebody would ask me a question and then I'd get pulled away. And I kept I seeing think the door open. it was Elder was it? No? Oh, no, I saw Elder Druid. I saw a bit of them. I forget who it was. But then I was like, oh, I'll go in. And they were like, thank you. Good night. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, that's happened to me but um, I do um, Unyielding Love have been on they were on the ill-fated uh, a few bands were on that uh, 2019 Covid cancellation siege um, yeah. uh, which was a cool lineup. Uh, but uh, I they, they haven't gigged here in a very long time so it's good that they're doing that and I'd have a lot of time for, for the lads in the band as well 
uh, as I have a lot of time for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's <laughs> I'm trying to be amiable here. Uh, so I am looking forward to see them. And the same as yourself, uh, Richie, uh, Memoriam uh, as well, just because, look, I mean, I'm an absolutely avid Boltrower fan. Yeah. I know they're not going to play Boltrower mm. and I don't discuss Boltrower with them. Only small bits. Yeah. But uh, still having like Carl Willits uh, up on stage singing anything, even yes. if he was just reciting nursery rhymes <laughs> um, is, is good with me. And they, they they love this sort of thing. They were like on boat. We've been talking about it for years about them coming back. Even before they did the show here with Tenton Slug and Zella Cult. There was a, they were going to do the siege and it just didn't work out because they're always doing festivals. Yeah. Um, and then it just, everything aligned and big shout out to Frank, uh, Frank Healy. Um, also, he was in Benediction as well for anyone who's ticking boxes there going, oh, this person. Um, uh, but yeah, he pulled it all together. So I think they'll be cool. And I, I am very much looking forward to seeing um, Worn Out and Grey Stag on, on the big stage. Uh, yes. You know, so haven't, I don't think we've had Grey Stag for a show in a very long time uh, uh so it's good it's good to have you back and uh worn out i will sit down and sup tea while watching them this time rather than in, a <laughs> <laughs> in a different room and <laughs> um, what about merch have we got merch coming through yeah i've actually gone very fancy with the merch richie uh-huh. it's all black though i didn't get any color variations okay. this time uh, but I have gone for, I, I get very an upset as a lanky man. I get very upset with blanks, the blanks that people print stuff on. So Gildian always shrinks in the wash if you're tall. If you're not tall, you won't have this problem because it'll cool. So he's holding up sols. Sols are a bit better. You just have to go a size up. So anyone that's buying that, that is a larger man, always size up in sols. Um you should unless you're very much very 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 in shape um, always size up in, in wearing this as a siege anyway. otherwise it'll shrink on you I'm telling you that um, so I'm printing the hoodies sorry I tangent galore here but the, the hoodies I'm using a brand uh, that I've only I've bought off a label before uh, they are 100% the best hoodie you'll ever own ever I will wow. stamp that and say is it zipped the best or just normal it's zipped yeah but it's like really thick i paid like a lot of i went like for years been like will i will i try the premium hoodies will i try the premium hoodies I, went, I said yes i'm going to try the premium hoodies but oh, i'm going to let i'm going to let people try these on because they fit they're kind of slim fit but they're the best hoodie you'll ever own nice now there you go quality wise obviously <laughs> you might like the design <laughs> but we did some bad rep hoodies as well we did some of the bad rep um, Black Sabbath uh, design hoodies as well oh classic Ooh, yeah. that's nice to know so will there be yeah. one or two variants of the Siege t-shirts or what What to expect so there's just one design for the Siege t-shirt uh, one does a different design for the Siege hoodie okay. and then there's the bad rep hoodies and that's it and uh I've made sure to get good amounts of sizes in each because the big complaint is I always we always run out, which is a good thing. But I've made sure to get the size. I made note of the sizes that go the quickest and got a few more. And price range? I've, oh, well, I'm never going to change the prices if we can. Uh, they're, they're, the t-shirts will be 15 quid. The hoodies I'm trying to work out because I haven't actually paid the invoice for them yet. Okay. So um, I have to see what they are, but I, I, they won't be. They'll be about 35 probably, yeah. yeah so, um, And Memoriam, I have Memoriam's merch oh, already. Oh, uh, I saw it, Rich, man. Richie brought it over from... Uh, uh, um, sorry, not Richie, you're Richie. Uh, Frank, <laughs> Frank brought it over during the summer when he was on holidays. Uh, he brought it over in the in his camper van. Uh, 
when he was on holidays in Ireland. Uh, so they have printed a very mm. patriotic yes. T-shirt. Yes, <laughs> it will be purchased. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Gary Adams smoking. A you can, yeah, you can wear it to <laughs> Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah. It's so cool that they did that. Actually, yeah, it is deadly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was loads of them. Like Frank is Irish. He's his uh, granny, his grandparents are Irish. Mm. So. And I, I don't know about Carol, I won't put that on him, but I'm sure we populated most of England sure, yeah. and America. Speaking of which, Danielle, we've got the siege uh, coming up and then the following weekend, damnation. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And then the following weekend, I'm going to see Porcupine Tree in Wembley. I don't know if any of you know who Porcupine Tree is. Yeah, you've but, been floating yeah. on yeah, a fair bit, yes. Steve Wilson's band. That's mm. it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's busy. Where are they playing, Danielle? Where? They're playing in Wembley. Wembley, so you're going yeah. to England twice in one uh, week. Yeah. What? The big Brit. What? I know. The pine tree that big? They play Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. Sold out in seconds. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Mental. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Okay, so that's it, lads. That's the end of the 200 episode of the Metal Cell podcast. Thanks to Evan, Steve, Daniel, and John for participating, and we shall all meet up Sunday at the Siege. What number is this, John? This is 26. Wow. Class. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Thanks everybody for listening and crucially support your local medicine.